Christian podcast for families? Awesome! Listen to the Word on the Street podcast with your family and enjoy getting to know Jesus together. Here's your host, Anna Ware. Hello and welcome. I have a real treat for you today. It's a very exciting episode. It is the one where we finally get to find out how God gets rid of our sin. We're going to be speaking of our friendship with God and how God plans on getting it back to how it was before in the garden. So today it's the crux of the gospel, the main thing, the thing that happened that actually got rid of our sin once and for all. It is very exciting, but it's also sad. The event was really hard for God to do, but for us humans, it was an act of love and it was just so beautiful that we talk about it all the time. We thank God for it all the time. Do you know what I'm talking about? If you have grown up in a Christian family or you've been to scripture, it is likely that you've heard of it before because it is such a main thing. If you're a Christian, you have to believe in this. If you said God sent Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, then you're spot on. So far in the gospel story, we've heard about God creating the world. That was the green episode. Next, we heard about how God created it to be perfect and we're in a perfect relationship with God. That was white and pure and white piece of paper, remember? The third one was the black sin, the drawing all over the paper, the sin that wrecks our hearts and our relationship with God. Today, we're looking at red. Red is the blood that Jesus shed on the cross for our sins. Now, to understand how all this works, I'm going to have to explain a little bit more about God. God is actually one God, but there's three parts. There's God the Father who lives in heaven, and he is the, the one who sent God the Son, the second part, Jesus, to earth. Jesus was alive in heaven at the very beginning, because the Bible says that. God the Father created the world with God the Son and with God the Holy Spirit, which is the third one. God the Holy Spirit lives in our hearts if we believe in Jesus and if we invite him in. So the three parts of God are the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm from an Anglican church in Sydney, and we tend to talk about just the two parts. We talk about God and we talk about Jesus. When we say God, we mean God the Father or God the Holy Spirit. We kind of just say God, and it's correct. There's nothing incorrect about that. So sometimes I might slip back into saying God accidentally for you. I'm just letting you know. It could be God the Father. It could be God the Holy Spirit. And then when we talk about God the Son, we're still talking about God, but we can be specific about Jesus because we know what he did on earth. Does that make sense? It's important to know about this Trinity because Jesus' divinity, Jesus being God, is essential for God to fix sin. About 2,000 years ago, God sent his son, God the Father sent his son Jesus to the earth. He was born with Mary and Joseph as his parents and we all know he was laid in a manger and he grew up as a carpenter in Nazareth. He wasn't just a normal man. He was perfect. He never sinned. It was like Adam back in the Garden of Eden a little bit. I can't imagine what he would have been like as a kid, totally obeying his parents all the time and never doing the wrong thing. But there you go. He lived his life quite normally, apart from being perfect, for 30 years 
And when he was about 30 years old, he began his ministry. And there were three years approximately of him going around, touring Israel, performing miracles, healing the sick, walking on water, um, feeding 5,000 people with only a small amount of bread and fish. And he taught the people. He taught them amazing things that were just incredible. He taught about forgiving and loving and caring for one another and everyone flocked to him. People were used to hearing people preaching about God in the streets in those days, but when Jesus talked about God, people stopped and listened and there were so many people who wanted to go and hear him that he had to actually stay out in the desert. After this series of The Gospel Story, I'm going to be talking more in depth about Jesus' life, so that'll be something to look forward to. At the end of Jesus' life, after the three years of him touring around Israel doing his ministry, he had annoyed some of the church leaders and they asked for him to be killed on the cross. They rallied the crowd around and Pilate the boss was so scared of the crowd rioting that he allowed that to happen. So they nailed Jesus to the cross. On the cross, Jesus died and our sins went with Jesus on the cross because he was perfect, because he hadn't done anything wrong. If it was any other ordinary person up on the cross, it wouldn't have been good enough. It had to be God on the cross dying for our sins, and it was. Jesus really didn't want to do it. The night before he died, he actually went away from all the people with a couple of his disciples and prayed, Father, please take this cup from me. Please let me not have to die. I really don't want to. God, if you want me to, I will. And God wanted him to. I'm grateful for that. And he died. He went up on the cross. All our sins were on there with him as he died. John chapter 3 verse 16 says, God loved the people of this world so much that he gave his only son so that everyone who has faith in him will have eternal life. That and many other verses in the Bible like that talk about why God sent Jesus to die for us. He loved us. He did this because he wanted us to have eternal life with him. And God thought that sending himself to die on the cross for our sins was worth it. Do you ever get punishments at home? I can imagine that it would be a grounding or a timeout. Um, I know when I was a kid, I got a smack. I think a lot of People my age used to get smacks. Let me ask you another question. Have you ever been punished for something that you hadn't done? I had a friend who was really annoyed with this boy in her class. And so she bit her hand and said, excuse me, to the teacher. He just bit me and he got in trouble. How would you feel if you got in trouble for something that you didn't do? That would be horrible. Now, let me ask you another question. Do you know of anyone who's been punished for something that you had done? How did you feel? Guilty? Did you own up? I know some teachers don't know who has done the bad thing and so they keep the whole class in or they punish the whole class. That's kind of annoying, isn't it? Another question. Has anyone volunteered to take your punishment that you deserved away? Maybe kind brother or sister offered to take the blame for you for something you did. Maybe you'd been um, in trouble a bit and they thought that they might be able to take it. 
Maybe your mum was speeding but she didn't have enough points on her licence so your dad took the blame for it. If anyone's read The Hunger Games, Katniss took the punishment that her sister got. I'm talking about this because that's exactly what Jesus did. We deserved to die and go to hell, but Jesus died and took that punishment so that we don't have to go to hell. We can go to heaven. It clears away our sin and we are rescued. How awesome is that? Remember that piece of paper that was white and clean, but then we had this sin with this black marker mark all over it? Jesus is like a miraculous eraser, a rubber that just comes along and clears away every single black, dirty mark on your piece of paper and leaves it pure white like it was in the beginning. How cool is that? 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says that God put the wrong on him, Jesus, who never did anything wrong, so we could be put right with God. So we could have our sins washed away. 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 18 says that Christ suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He went through it all, was put to death and then made alive to bring us to God. So that means that Jesus died for everyone's sins. He died for the people who had lived before and they'd already died. He died for the people who were alive at that point in time and then died. And he died for the people who hadn't even been born yet for us for all the people in the future. Everyone in the entire world sinned, past, present and future. All the sins went to Jesus. So what is a Christian? A Christian is someone who believes that God created the world and he made it perfect. A Christian is someone who believes that they have stuffed up, that they have sinned and wrecked their relationship with God. A Christian is someone who believes that God sent Jesus to die for their sins. So that if they say sorry for those sins, then they can go to heaven. I haven't actually got to the heaven bit yet. That is next episode. So something to look forward to for next week. Another good news episode. Okay, now it's time for the discussion questions. And there are two today. The first question is this. Imagine getting into trouble at school and being given a detention where you have to sit out the whole of lunchtime. But one of your friends works out a way for you to go and play and says that they would like to do your detention for you. How would you feel? I'd love for you to share that with whoever's around you. The second question, chat about the worst sins you can think of and talk about whether you think God is capable of forgiving them. If you're enjoying the word on the street, I would love it if you could tell a friend. Tell them so that then they can listen to the Bible, they can listen to me explaining it and that they might be able to become Christians too. So then more people can get to go to heaven, which is what we want. We don't want anyone to miss out. So tell a friend, I would feel very grateful if you did that. Don't forget about that freebie that I've created for you, an ebook about what we're talking about, the five parts of the gospel story. I would love to give that away to you for free. So please go to the wordonthestreetpodcast.com slash the gospel story and you can grab your download from there. That is the end of the episode, but it doesn't have to be the end of the conversation. Continue the conversation with your family now or throughout the week. Or you can head on over to the Word on the Street podcast social pages and join our conversation there. Find all the links at thewordonthestreetpodcast.com.